Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Wednesday, November 9th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri's Attorney General is headed to Washington, D.C. Eric Schmidt is the winner of yesterday's election for a spot in the U.S. Senate. I believe in an America where we remember that our greatness is not found in government, but in our people. We will discuss yesterday's results, what they mean for area voters, and if there were any surprises in the midterms in just a few minutes. Schmidt's victory follows a high-profile campaign against Democrat Trudy Bush Valentine. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports. Schmidt did exactly what he needed to do to succeed U.S. Senator Roy Blunt, win big in rural Missouri, and capture sizable suburbs with lots of conservative voters. Schmidt's campaign was focused almost exclusively on opposing President Joe Biden's agenda, and he says he plans to focus on reducing federal spending and bolstering domestic energy production. There's a hell of a lot of common sense here in so-called flyover country. And I can promise you one thing. We're going to shake things up in Washington. Governor Mike Parson will select Schmidt's successor as attorney general. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Republican Ann Wagner is going back to Washington after defeating Democrat Trish Gunby for Missouri's second congressional district. Wagner says public safety, inflation, and energy prices are all issues raised by her constituents. We're going to do whatever we can to represent the people. We hear their voice. We hope that the administration will. They want to be listened to and heard. The district includes Franklin Warren and parts of St. Louis and St. Charles counties. This will be the sixth term in Congress for the Republican from Baldwin. Democrat Cory Bush is the winner in Missouri's first congressional district after defeating Republican candidate Andrew Jones. St. Louis will have a woman board of aldermen president for the first time ever. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman has more on Megan Green's victory in yesterday's election. Green beat her colleague Jack Coder 55 percent to 45 percent. She says it marks another win for the progressive bloc in the city, which also sent Mayor Tashara Jones to City Hall last year. It showed that a campaign run on hope, a campaign run to make a city that works for everyone, beats a campaign run on fear. The board president seat opened up in June when Lewis Reed resigned after being indicted on federal corruption charges. He has since pleaded guilty. Green says she plans to run for a full term in the office. Filing for the municipal election cycle opens later this month. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis County Executive Sam Page will lead the county for four more years. He turned back a challenge from Democrat-turned-Republican Mark Madovani. Page has been county executive since 2019. Our economy is stronger and growing again. Our municipalities and neighborhoods are safer than they were two years ago. And our two new police stations have broken ground. Page is calling for national restrictive gun laws and greater reproductive health protections. Recreational marijuana has been approved by Missouri voters. Amendment 3 passed yesterday with 53% of the vote. In Illinois, J.B. Pritzker has been re-elected to the governor's office. Alex Dagman reports. Pritzker reminded a raucous crowd in Chicago of some of the stakes this election. To anyone who thinks that they can come into this state and try to force some right-wing MAGA war on a woman's body, you will... 
you will never get an inch of Illinois. Pritzker's Republican opponent, Darren Bailey, did not mention social issues in his speech, but highlighted kitchen table issues that he worries about. Protecting our freedoms, bringing jobs to our state, and safety to our streets. The Associated Press called the race for Pritzker shortly after the polls closed at 7. Bailey did not address his supporters until nearly three hours later, saying there's still room for a miracle while all the votes are counted. I'm Alex Stegman. More election results at stlpr.org. In other news, the Archdiocese of St. Louis is delaying an announcement on closing some elementary schools. It was scheduled for January. That's been pushed to sometime in 2023. Vicar for Strategic Planning, Christopher Martin. It really seems that prudence dictated we needed more time for all of our school families and principals and teachers to give us more feedback about what the best possible solution would be. The Archdiocese is planning to announce parish closures in May. Teachers at a charter school in St. Louis are forming a union. 67% of the faculty and staff at Kipp St. Louis High School have voted in favor of unionizing. As we mentioned off the top, Republican Attorney General Eric Schmidt won the race for U.S. Senate in yesterday's election. That was expected. The GOP easily held on to six Missouri seats in the U.S. House of Representatives. But Democrats scored a victory by picking up five seats in the State House. St. Louis Public Radio reporters Rachel Littman and Jason Rosenbaum talked with our Jonathan All about the results. Rachel and Jason, do you think there were any surprises in yesterday's results? I think it was pretty surprising that Missouri Democrats won a few seats. This was the first time in well over a decade that that's happened. You can attribute that partly to a favorable redistricting map. But I think you also just have to credit the fact that they were able to recruit some really good candidates in the Kansas City area, as well as Springfield and also St. Louis County, because they didn't lose any ground there. I think for me, the most surprising thing was the margin of victory in the special election to fill the president of the Board of Aldermen. Ten points in a city race is pretty big news for the progressive bloc, which elevated Megan Green to that post. And she is the first woman now to hold the president of the Board of Aldermen. What do we make of Sam Page's narrow victory uh, against uh, a former Democrat recently turned Republican who mounted a last-minute campaign. This has got to be a a very poor mandate for him. I think, as Jason likes to say, this is just a referendum on Sam Page. It is not a referendum on necessarily anything else. He has made a lot of enemies and burned a lot of bridges over the uh, time that he's been in office since 2019. The fact that Trudy Bush Valentine, the Democratic Senate nominee, got over 60 percent of the vote and Sam Page only won a race in a very Democratic county by a few points. It showcases a lot of Democrats don't particularly like Sam Page. And he's going to have a tough two years because he will not have a majority of supporters on the council now that Dennis Hancock will be representing the 3rd District. It'll stay basically status quo with the St. Louis County Council. There are two Democratic votes on that council, Shalonda Webb and Rita Days, who like to thwart his agenda. What about Missouri apparently approving recreational marijuana use? I think that this kind of pokes a hole in the notion that marijuana legalization is a Democratic issue. When you look at some of the results in Jefferson and St. Charles counties, which are not exactly blue counties, it, it showed a lot of Republicans support legalizing marijuana for adult use. 
And I think that they're I think that this is an issue which has changed a lot of minds over the past 10 years. I think there's probably some financial element to it as well. They're likely looking over at Illinois and realizing, hey, we can get a cut of that cash here in Missouri. Isn't there also, though, a a Missouri tradition of being a red state that votes blue on 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 some almost everything else? But it also has a tradition of having ballot initiatives with very well-funded and well-organized yes campaigns and no campaigns, which are usually underfunded and don't have particularly compelling advertisements. And there was opposition to this, but it wasn't compelling enough to the voters. Looking at the totality of the results, though, Republicans have to be very happy with most of the results, especially considering that Eric Schmidt won handily and will represent the state and the Senate. I, I think so. But that to, let's just be honest. I don't think anyone really expected Trudy Bush Valentine to beat Eric Schmidt. All the polls showed him winning. It wasn't a nationally targeted race. And he pretty much ran a mistake-free general election campaign, a risk-adverse one, where he didn't really do a lot of campaigning. But, I mean, a 13-point win is still pretty good. And whether he won by 13 or 20, he's still going to Washington, D.C. I think the Republicans in Missouri had the night that they were expecting to have, and anything other than what they got would have been a disappointment. Rachel Lippman and Jason Rosenbaum, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. More election coverage at stlpr.org. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com.